0: Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well, and I hope that you had an amazing Thanksgiving yesterday. If you're in the United States, we had our Thanksgiving holiday, and of course we're grateful every day for all the many blessings that we have in our lives, and especially if you're in healthcare or some field like that, like we are It doesn't take very long for you to look around and find somebody that's having some problem in their life that makes you more grateful for yours. And and every day I see something that I'm I'm like, man, God, you have blessed me so richly. And even though I've been through hard things, you know, I'm still just incredibly grateful. And one of the things I'm most grateful for, friend, is that we get to sit, sit down every day and have a conversation with people all over the world. Lisa and Tata and I are so thankful that we get to share our story and our voice. And, and one part of that sharing that we do is that every Friday or most Fridays, I'm able to bring you a Friday conversation with some remarkable people. I try to find people who have done remarkable things, written remarkable books, have a remarkable story, or have some unique insight into something that will help you. And today I've got just an incredible blessing of having an opportunity to sit down on the technology Zoom, for which I'm also very thankful for, and talked to Tommy Walker, my good friend who's out in Southern California. Tommy and I had a great talk that I think will bless you. We talked about worship and gratitude and grief and even a little bit about brain surgery. And (laughs) we had a really good conversation. Tommy's one of those people that I've never met in real life, but he's made a huge impact on my life. And through the power of podcasting and and networking, we've become actually really, I would call him a real dear friend. I I would do anything for him. And I feel like he'd do anything for me. We've become very close. And he's one of these list of kind of digital friends that I've made. And next year, Lord willing, be praying. We are going to try to rectify the situation and get together in the same place. Uh, Tommy and the band want to come out to Nebraska to do a concert here on the banks of Moon River Ranch. And and, uh, Lord willing, that will happen. And if so, there may be an opportunity for some of you listeners to to come to North Platte and, and be part of that evening. So be praying about that. And we'll hope that that comes to pass if the Lord has it in mind. And uh, nevertheless, we had an incredible conversation that I think will be fun for you and beneficial. As always, Uh, Friday conversations are aimed... Not just to be interesting, but to offer you something that will help you in your life. I'm always talking about how we need to become healthier, feel better, and be happier in our lives, our relationships, our spirits, our businesses, our finances, all these things to become better stewards, more grateful, better servants, and better examples of why we're all here to serve the Lord and live the life that we're destined to live. And the the punchline of all of that is that you can't change your life until you change your mind. And one of the things that you need to change your mind about if you really want to be happy Is learn how to be grateful in all circumstances. Tommy Walker is gonna help us get that done this week. And as always, Lisa is gonna help us start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule you have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self brain surgery. You can learn it, and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is, you can start today. Hey, friend, we're back. I'm so excited. It's another Friday conversation, and I'm here with my my main man, my worship leader. If I had a, if I had to pick one worship pastor in the world to be my guy, it'd be Tommy Walker. And we got Tommy Walker here all the way from beautiful Southern California. How you doing, Tommy?
1: I'm doing great. So grateful to be talking to you right now.
0: It's good to see your face, brother. And thank you for taking the time. I know you got a big weekend of worship services to lead and, and a lot of stuff going on, but I, I really appreciate it.
1: My honor. it's That's my first gratefulness today is being on with you. <laughs>
0: awesome. Thanks, man. Hey, um, say hi to your family, and, and we're grateful for all y'all and, and the work that you're doing right now. I think, I, I'm not sure I've listened to everything you've ever recorded, but it's pretty close. And I think this new album that's coming out is is maybe your best work, at least in my opinion. So congratulations on that.
1: Thanks so much. Thank you. And thank you for being a huge support and a part of it. We're so grateful
0: least, and I are just really thankful to be part of the work and, and all that. Hey, before we get started, Tommy, would you say a prayer for us?
1: Yes, Lord, we thank you um, that you're the God who's with us. Emmanuel, you're the God who hears us, never leaves us. You're the God of hope, and you're the Prince of Peace. We thank you for um, everything you are to us and for this Thanksgiving season, Lord we just pray that something that's said here today would just bring you even closer to someone and uh, be helpful.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tommy. Well, I asked you specifically today to be back on the show because you you sent out an email to people on your list the other day and you, and you re-released a, a new version of your song I give thanks and it, it, it It's always been one of my favorites. um, There's some beautiful versions of that song out there, especially the one you did with the kids choir um, a while back. But just talk for a second about why you chose to write a song about thankfulness.
1: Well, being a thankful person is a really, really big deal to me and really helpful. I even, nothing weird about it, but because I have such a short attention span. I actually (laughs) put together some little beads I keep in my pocket. There's seven beads put together. So every morning before I do anything else, I thank God for seven specific things. I mean like meaningful specific things and I keep my finger on it. So if I start spacing out, I'm going to do those seven things. And by the way, in the middle of the day if I'm if I'm getting really stressed out and anxious or whatever's going on, guess what my my weapon is? It's thanksgiving. And I'll go back and I'll grab those beads. All right. All right. Seven more. God, thank you, you know. And and it is I just think it is so underestimated the power of a thankful heart and gratefulness and how it can be on the offensive in our lives when we thank God for things. So, yeah. Yeah. And and regarding, sorry, regarding that song. Yeah. I just, it was for a a Thanksgiving weekend at my church and I had the idea. I'm going to think of every little tiny thing and every huge giant thing I can think of. And that'll be the verses. And then I'll just make the chorus be, I give thanks. I just had that idea in my head and then I just, that's how songwriting is a lot of times you get if you can get the basic concept of it all in your head, then it's more of like putting a puzzle together, yeah. and so then I just went after it and thought of you know a piping hot meal along with God's saving grace all all put together and it's a kind of a tradition at our church definitely to to do that song every year we'll be I'll be leading it tomorrow and Sunday,
0: wow. That's so great. We're going to play the song at the end of the episode, but I just, I wanted to hear your, your, your words on it. Um, You know, I've had this theory for a long time that when, when people are scared, desperate, grieving, worried, um, that, that there's a, there's a clear path forward from that. That's what I just wrote about in my new book, but there's a clear path forward out of desperation and it involves, strangely enough, it involves gratitude. And like to express that, I know you feel the same way. So just talk a second about that, about how, what are those steps that lead us up out of hopelessness and towards, and towards hope again? And And what does it have to do with gratitude and worship and Thanksgiving and all those things since it's this Thanksgiving week?
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting because sometimes, you know, we would think in our, our darkest hour, uh, the last thing that, w- that would be appropriate would be to be thankful or grateful. Um, but uh, one of the, the songs that I wrote from Scripture on the Soulful Scripture Songs album is Philippians 4.4, 4, Rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. Uh, always. And then it says, and again, I say, in case you didn't get it, in case you missed it, and again, I say, Rejoice. And then um First Thessalonians 5, 16, 18, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will in Christ Jesus. So if you're wondering what is God's perfect will today for my life, you you don't have to wonder. His will is that you give thanks today. That's and perfect. you know, I've gotten to travel the world and go to some of the richest places in the world and some of the poorest places. And I got to help start a Christian school and some of the slums in Manila. And,
0: wow.
1: and some of the, the kids there and the precious brothers and sisters there, they're living with so much less, so much less than me. And yet they're, they're, I'm, a, I'm a one on the thankful Richter scale, and they're at 11, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so it just speaks to you and reminds you. Oh, there's so much to be grateful for. And there's people out there that are so grateful for so little. And may I add, (laughs) gratefulness, and you've talked about this before, but gratefulness and joy go together. And I don't know if you've noticed, but joyful people are a lot more fun to be around. (laughs) (laughs) Grateful people, more fun to be around. So that's another great reason to be thankful and
0: joyful. Wow. Just a couple of verses later there in Philippians 4 is when he says, in verse 6, when he says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your yeah. requests be made known to God. And that's how he says the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind. So that's how we get rid of anxiety is, is with thanksgiving yeah. and prayer. I love it. Yes,
1: that's
0: right. Those, those, uh, those times when you run across people that are less fortunate, that it really... Um, really kind of grounds you i remember being in iraq and and i was there um for their first democratic elections that they'd had since the 1960s i mean they hadn't had an election in 40 years and and there was a guy who the bomb went off while they were standing in line to vote and this little boy was hurt and we had to do brain surgery on a little seven or eight year old kid and, and he made it um and when i came out to tell the dad that that he was going to be okay the dad said well i've been blessed twice today and he said what do you i said what do you mean twice and he said well my son's going to be okay and i got to vote like he was he was just grateful for everything that happened that day and he kept it all in context it was such an amazing moment
1: you know and and i think in some ways in the in our our culture of this day and some of the politics of this day and everything it's almost you're almost like a a rebel <laughs> a revolutionary. If you're actually a grateful person, that's right. And uh, it's like uh, anti-establishment now, you know, to to just go around saying, "Man, I'm just so grateful for all God has given me." And um, and you know, I think that for me, at least, I'll just humbly say, for me, for a sad thing, for people without faith, is the only person they have to thank is themselves, you know, that's right. It's, and um, oh, man, how sad is that? And so what an advantage it is, at least for me to know that every good and perfect gift comes from the father above and have someone to thank, you know? Yeah.
0: Wow. That's so right. So if you're, if, if you don't have, Something bigger than you out there, then you're right. It's all dependent on your own performance and your own circumstances, and 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 that's really for me the the thing that turned things around for me and Lisa after after we lost Mitch. You know, was like like do we really believe the things that God says are true or not? Because if those promises are not true, then we really don't have anything. But if they are true, then we have all of them. We have everything works together for good. And we have, you know, he's got a resurrection with a hope of living again and getting to see those people that we've lost. And, and there's a, a he's going to catch all our tears in a bottle and he can, he's got them all written down in our book and, and all those things become these, these monuments that you can build and stack and, and it just leads you back out of the pit. And and so I yeah. love, I love your songwriting, how you always point us back to the scripture, Tommy, and you always remind us that there's real hope out there. and and, um, I'm, I'm no. grateful for that. I'm thankful for you on Thanksgiving this year.
1: <laughs> well, likewise. Um, you know, I had one more thought just before I forget, because it, like I said, my yeah. attention span is very small. <laughs> <Use your beads. laughs> I have a, I have a TikTok attention span. <laughs> we're we're trying, we started a fundraiser the other day and we were, we put like a video out that was like about a minute long. And then one of my, my guys on my, Staff here says it's way too long. People, we only have five seconds to tell anybody about what we want to tell them. <laughs> I was like, "You're right." People only, have, anyways. But uh, I, I wanted to say that prayer is so important in our lives, but prayer can be very difficult to be yeah. consistent and to learn to to learn how to pray. You know, in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus is teaching us how to pray. Teach us how to pray, Lord, and yeah. teach us how to be consistent in prayer. And and for somebody out there, you're just like, I don't even know how to pray. Well, giving thanks to God is prayer 101, and it's such yeah. a great way to pray and to start your prayer life because anybody, anybody can say, thank you, God, for today. Thank you yeah. for the breath I'm breathing right now, and when you're saying that, you're talking to God. That's right. <laughs> you are. You are suddenly in a relationship with this invisible, yet knowable God, and so it's really the beginning of of prayer. And then from there, you can go into petition and and into worship and and prayer. And worship is how we get to know God. So, That's right. so. It's just such the beginning of of everything good. I
0: think. Yep, it's amazing. Anne Lamott wrote a book where she said the three essential prayers are help, thanks, and wow. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. So,
1: how are you doing? Are like our holidays (laughs) harder for you?
0: Yeah, they're always a little melancholy, you know. Um, But we're good. Um, We're going to be in San Antonio with all everybody. Uh, All the kids and grandkids will be there, so it's going to be. It's going to be really nice, and and th- those moments are, as the years go by. I mean, you've lost both your parents, so you know. As the years go by, it, it doesn't stop being a thing, but it stops being the thing, you know. And so it it's uh, it's always a little bittersweet, but it's good.
1: I have, one of my sisters lost her son when he was twelve years old. Oh no! So just inst- suddenly to a heart defect and. Uh one of the things she shared with me, cause people on the outside, we don't know if we should ever bring it up or whatever.
0: Right?
1: She says, you don't have to be afraid that it's going to shock me. It's like, he's ever on my mind, you know, like, right. it's not like, it's not like, Oh, I, Oh, I forgot that Charlie ever died, you know? Right. And, uh, so I, I've, and you know, it's, it's funny. Like I being working in the church, my whole life, like, I've, I'm sure I've done over a hundred funerals, easy. Yeah. I've done so many funerals, and I'm talking as tragic as you can imagine, because every variety of them. Yeah. I like hate the smell of flowers because I've, every time I would go to a funeral, I smell all the flowers, and I, I don't know how that works in your brain—the sense of smell. But right, it's hard. But I, I've certainly been around. I have not lost a child, but been around a a lot of loss, and to to you're really heroes to me. To when you're dealing with that, you run to God and instead of away from God, it's really inspiring.
0: Thanks, man. That's a that's a decision I think everybody has to make in those moments, and that's one of the reasons we do this. You know, I, I I started doing this stuff, writing and podcasting and all that because. I realized that there were a lot of people out there that didn't have the the tools or the words to share with other people what they were feeling. And and so I felt like if God gave us the strength to get through five days after our son died, then maybe my words could help somebody else get through their first five days, you know? And, and so it's just worked out that way pretty well. And um, it's just, to me, it's kind of a way of honoring him and I was talking to Cl- Clarissa Mall on the podcast not long ago. You may have heard that episode. She heard, lost her husband while he was hiking, four little oh, yeah. kids, and and uh, and she said that. What you know that you asked me about my son just now, and it was so encouraging. She said people stop asking because they're afraid to, and they don't ever use your person's name. Like they don't, they don't ever say, "Yeah, I really miss Rob." They, they always say, "How's your husband?" I'm sorry you lost your husband. You know, and so over time you start getting this sense that like that person's life is becoming a, uh, it's disappearing. And so that's something that that you worry about. Like you want people not to forget that they were a real person and they had a name and they had a story and, you know, so that's, that's something as the years go by that, that's been interesting to me to kind of observe how we all relate to that loss.
1: Have you, have you done an episode that, um, that just speaks to, how people should talk to people like you who've had great loss like that. <laughs> Maybe that would be, I'm sure you've alluded to it, but yeah. like we, had, you just...
0: we did a Tuesdays with Tata that John Swanson came on one time and he's a hospital chaplain and writer that I love. And, and, um, and we talked about that just the things that you say or ought not to say or the, mm-hmm. and, and John's thing is, you know, um, show up and shut up like get there and and love on people and don't talk too much <laughs> don't yeah. say don't quote Romans 8:28 and don't yeah. Don't, yeah. don't do all that just love on them and then yeah. say his favorite phrase is this is hard i know this is hard and i'm so sorry and that those kinds of words really help a lot in the in the acute phase but yeah you're right i need to i need to do another episode on what you said about your sister in laws um that's powerful because you 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 do need to know how to relate to people in one year and five years and 10 years and and on Christmas and Thanksgiving, those, those things are important.
1: You know, um, at least for, I know not everybody has this possible, but actually it was my sister. And so when he died, this was back in 1996, Mm. but it was completely sudden and tragic, you know? So what happened is the whole family gathered together and um basically just worshiped like in, a, in my brother's home for like a week <laughs> it's interesting how how worship is so comforting you know and we we kind of had to worship for her but she wanted to be there in it you know yeah. and um that was you know because heaven it just worship is Bring, you know bringing the kingdom of heaven down to Earth basically. That's right. It's what t- brings us close to heaven which brings us in sense close to our loved ones and so there's and in addition to that there's mystery in it that we don't even understand which is wonderful too That's right and God just comforts and and uh, but anyways I would love to uh I didn't hear that one but be be trained by you. Like, how can I, what can I say? If you're telling me I should say absolutely nothing, I will do that. But if there (laughs) is anything I should say, I would like to know if there are three things I should say, you know,
0: that there are, that's a, that's a great, that's a great um, idea for an episode. I'll do that. Um, It's good. And I'll have John back on the show sometime and talk about he's, he lost a child and then, Um, has worked for years as a hospital chaplain and and during pandemic that was just hard. I mean, those people were dealing with families losing people and their spouses weren't allowed to be there and it was just, it was hard and and he's written a bunch of little books. Um, His books are like 50 pages, Tommy, and they're like, what do you say when this happens? What do you do when that happens? And they're really helpful. You know, we, um, the couple days after Mitch died, um, people gathered at our house and inevitably, like, somebody picked a guitar up and there's always a guitar laying around my house and we were singing your songs and we were singing blessed be your name. And we were, we were just worshiping and it was just the natural thing to do. What else could we do? You know,
1: right. um, what else could you do? And, and where else can we go? Right. Because right. only you have the words of eternal life, you know, it's like, right.
0: I wish I had a video of worship, leading worship in Iraq and, This experience of of when all is said and done, we're singing, and and these soldiers are—I think I've told you this before—these these these battle-hardened like guys come in with their body armor and their helmets and their machine guns, and and we're singing when all is said and done, and everyone is gone. Lord, you're really all I want, and the when the best this world has you know leaves me feeling numb, and and these guys are all closed off, and they've been in battle and they're scared, and and as the verses go by, they're like. They're putting their gear down and they're taking their <laughs> body armor off and then they're starting to, starting to relax and worship. And it's just this beautiful evolution of going from being scared and, and hurting. And, and then you're, and then you're worshiping and you're looking up and, and, and looking up is where you find your way out. And I, I wish I had a video of that because every time we led worship, it was something like that happened and it was so encouraging. And And that's uh, such
1: were, a, such a beautif- beautiful, beautiful physical demonstration of what happens in the spirit. Yep. We worship, right? We yep. take off all the, all the stuff and we become vulnerable and open and, yep. and the healer can come. You know, that's, that's right.
0: pretty cool. Well, he's um, going to heal you. We're praying for you, my friend, and hope you get <laughs> through the weekend with your voice intact. And
1: uh. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm keeping you. I'm just no. I love it. I just talking to you. I love it. I
0: talk all day.
1: We're doing um, so. This amongst other things, we you know when we did this tour, we we did this song about how the nations are all worshiping all along the way, (laughs) and uh, we're going to release it on YouTube in a week or so. But but we're going to premiere it with the live. Worship team and choir with, the, you know, the, with the video going on the screens as part cool. of our Thanksgiving service, giving thanks to God that through through all the politics, through the pandemic, through everything, the church, the gates of hell will not prevail against the yeah. church. and the, the sound of worship is still being heard everywhere. And wow. we should give thanks for that as well. So, yeah, we're, I'm excited about the weekend.
0: That's awesome. Hope we get to see that. You, does your church live stream your services? Or? Uh, well, not no, not live
1: stream. And so, like we we pick like just a couple songs before the sermon, kind of thing. And and this particular video will, you know, we're, it's going to be up on my channel in a week or so. But cool. But probably it being combined with us live, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. So. <laughs>
0: Well, that's pretty awesome. We should Can I you ask
1: there. you one more question? Of course. Um, so, when you, as a doctor, and you do a, you try to save somebody's life and it mm-hmm. doesn't work, how
0: do you not take that home? You know. Oh, well, you do take it home. I mean, you do absolutely do. Um, I think, I think you either. Well, if you have a good family, a good wife, or a good spouse, like like I do, then you can talk through it and work through it and offload it that way. If you and if you have faith, you can you can process it like you do the other hard things in your life. But a lot of people internalize it and shut it off and use alcohol or something else to you know numb themselves. So they don't think about it. But I, for me, it's it 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 does come home, and I, I always assess: Did I do my best? that I do all that I could do? It was I like kind to the family, you know, all those things. And if I if I can check all those boxes, then I can I can compartmentalize that. Can't control everything, deal, and I'm okay. Um, and as I've gone through my career, I've gotten better at that, but it was pretty hard at first.
1: Is there like uh, do doctors have training in how to internally deal with that kind of stuff?
0: I think they do now. Um when I was in med school, it was kind of like just be tougher, you know, <laughs> Like it's going to happen. Get, get over it. <laughs> that kind of thing. but it was, uh, I think now there's a lot more of that social training stuff in med school. The new, do- the younger doctors, I think are better equipped.
1: It, you know, it's interesting. My, this doesn't have to be part of the show, but no. my primary care doctor just quit practicing. He went, he wants to go be a missionary.
0: Oh, cool.
1: And, um, uh, so I was telling him, you know, well, can you recommend another doctor, a good doctor for me? And, and uh, it'd be great, you know, if they were a Christian, because he was a great Christian man. He says, it's really hard to find Christian doctors because they don't want to hire Christian doctors yeah. in California because of various uh, things. And I didn't quite understand what all meant by that, but yeah, I would imagine, I don't know how you deal with certainly being like an emergency doctor or a brain surgeon without any, I don't know.
0: Just. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you could do it without faith, but most of my colleagues, it feels like do. Um, I, I, I don't know that uh, to me, it's, it's all tied together. Like I couldn't practice medicine the way I do without faith. I couldn't, I don't think be the person of faith that I am without practicing medicine. I for (laughs) me, getting to look at the nervous system to me is like, Oh wow, that's what God did. Like, look at that amazing thing that he made, you know? And so for me, the the deeper I look into the nervous system, the more convinced I am that it's intricately, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made. So it's Uh, pretty cool.
1: What's the longest surgery you've ever done?
0: 57 hours what <laughs> that's i have that it's a record at the air force um me and another guy took a softball sized tumor out of a guy's brain stem and it took 57 hours of surgery we we took little breaks with each other and helped each other get through it and we actually took the guy to the icu and let him rest for a few hours one time and and uh, got it out and he got he got back on active duty and ended up retiring as a chief master sergeant it was pretty cool. cool it was in stars and stripes that uh, when that happened way back in the day
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. So you would just have to, wow, take, well, I'm glad I asked that question. You <laughs> should do an episode on all your medical <laughs>
0: records. Who's <laughs> Not, interviewing who here today, Tommy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what we should do. Let me interview you. That's right. Sweet. That's just fascinating. Wow. Wow. Yeah, That's pretty. cool. Did you take naps? Did you sleep and then wake up and then? Do yeah. A little- so
0: my partner would come in and spell me for a little bit, and I'd go take a break and eat something and sleep a little bit, and then we just worked until we got the tumor out. He was in the ICU for something like ninety-four days or something. He was sick, really sick for a long time, but he made it and he did great. And it wasn't a cancer; it was just this big, big, massive tumor. So you can
1: be opened up for that long, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't get germs or anything going
0: on there's a lot of irrigation (laughs) antibiotics and it's a big team i mean it was a it was a it was a big deal at that hospital at that time in san antonio um i don't know if somebody's done a longer one since then but at the time that was the longest surgery they'd ever done in the air force so wow
1: okay okay (laughs) i'll stop asking you questions (laughs) We'll have another but, Friday
0: conversation about neurosurgery. When
1: I come to the river, I've got some more questions for well, you. We're going to do it.
0: That's going to be amazing. Lisa and I are looking forward to that. Wonderful. No. Thanks and wow. Well, Tommy, I I, I, what what's next for you? So so you've got the Soulful Scripture Songs album coming out that people can get early, right? If if they uh, sign up to be a supporter of Tommy Walker Ministries, they can get the album with two bonus tracks, and they're fantastic. By the way, friend, I I played one of them on the podcast today. That's going to come out tomorrow. Um, But you can't get those songs unless you are a supporter of Tommy Walker Ministries. And what what exactly does Tommy Walker Ministries do? So help us understand that. What are you guys doing out there? And the
1: organization. Well, the very, very big picture thing is like my life mission statement. By the way, I think everyone should have a life mission statement and a life Bible verse. But my life mission statement is to inspire all people, meaning rich, poor, believers, non-believers, every race, everyone, that everyone could be inspired to become worshipers of the Most High God. So that's my life mission statement. So I try to write and create content that, of course, is worship content that's free and accessible to the church to use, but also that that could write and present in such a way that could actually attract um, non-believers. Which, by the way, I'm uh, more recently I'm a part of a pickleball group, <laughs> and so I, when I share my story and my faith with these people, I. I send them my, you know, I text them my songs. <laughs> and so, nice. so that's a, also part of it, but it's uh, joining the mission of really worship evangelism and giving away uh, any, all these worship resources very accessibly and free for worship leaders and teams all over the world. And um, we're just so, so blessed to do it. And we're so blessed that we're just having hundreds and hundreds of people joining us and, and people, great people like yourself, and um, man, just such an honor to to still be on the God's great big worship team. You know,
0: <laughs> Amen. That's right. Worship's the only ministry that persists in heaven. By the way, I always tell the pastors that you guys aren't going aren't gonna to be preaching up there, but they're still going to be leading <laughs> worship. That's right. So we need songs. So there's a there's an old video. You may not remember this, but there's an old video of you guys in South Korea or somewhere. I think I think in South Korea. And Lisa and I were watching it one so, some Sunday mornings during the pandemic we weren't going to church. We would play worship music on YouTube and then and then do an online service somewhere with our old church in Alabama, for example. And and there's this video of you guys singing. Um, he knows my name. And then in the middle, and the the Korean people are singing along in English, and then your little girl, Eileen, at the time, she was little, I mean little, seven or eight maybe, and she starts singing that verse in Korean, and they yeah. went nuts and it, yeah. it went crazy because they were hearing God's words in their, in their words and their language. And, and that was a good example, I think, of what you guys do. You, you, you give away resources, you equip worship leaders, you travel, and you, last year you went to Europe and, and and you, and you meet with churches and you help them learn how to worship better. And it's just, a, it's amazing work. And, and I'm, Lisa and I are just grateful and honored to be able to help put you in front of a few more people out there. So thank you for all that yeah, you do, Tom. And- Thank
1: you for that, and we're still waiting for the invitation to come do a house concert at your beautiful home
0: there. Someday. You're coming. It's going to be next year. Right now, there's uh, a lot of ice in the river, so you. It's five degrees here today. So.
1: Oh yeah. By the way, I only come in the summer, but. That's right.
0: <laughs> We're going to get you here. Lord willing, we're going to have a worship concert right here on the banks of the river someday. And, and uh, maybe some of our listeners will be able to come to that. So that'll be amazing. Tommy, I know um, you're not feeling perfect and you got a lot of work to do this weekend. So we'll keep this short today. I just wanted to spend a few minutes um, with a person who I'm really grateful for to talk about worship and gratitude. And, and, uh, and thank you for constantly pointing us all towards, towards that living hope. Thanks, Tommy. Yeah. And
1: thank you. and, and um, man, I many many a morning I wake up to to you, brother, and uh, just with your great wisdom and, and love for the Lord, and uh, it's just thank you. You're a you're you're a bigger part of my my life than than you know. And I still haven't met you in person,
0: but I know we're like
1: digital <laughs> friends. I know. Good <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, all you people listening out there, keep spreading the word. Dr. Awesome. Lee the man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, brother. Love you, man. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.
2: For the first morning light, like, for the birds when they fly, for the clouds when they hang, up so high in the sky, for your glory I sing. In a sweet baby's mind, I give thanks For those times when I've laughed with my family and friends For the times when I've cried since your spirit again For your love that I find when your praises I sing